This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Welcome to today's episode of Gen Z Money. Today, we're going to be talking about NRAS, which is the National Rental Affordability Scheme. I'm going to go a little bit over what it is, whether or not you would be eligible to apply for NRAS, how it can help you save money on housing expenses, and the process that goes into applying for an NRAS property. This is by no means a comprehensive or in-depth look at NRAS. It's just a brief overview to get you started if this is something that would be relevant to you. So I hope you find this episode valuable. Hey, Nath, so are you ready to chat about NRAS today? Yes, yes, we'll give this a crack. I haven't heard about this scheme before, so I'm hoping you can guide the way. Perfect. Yeah, I sure can. So, I'm not going to profess um, that I'm any expert on this because I'm absolutely not, um, but I'll just give the brief <laughs> bits of information that I do know for anyone who's maybe not heard of this scheme. Mm-hmm. So, NRAS stands for the National Rental Affordability Scheme, and this is a government-run scheme which commenced in 2008. And the aim of the scheme was to address the shortage of affordable renting housing in Australia. So basically what people do is someone might own an investment property, maybe it's an apartment, maybe it's a standalone home, and they might opt to have that turned into an NRAS house. So when I talk about affordable housing schemes, in this particular example, I'm not talking about um, social housing. So for example, housing commission areas, Um, these are just regular homes um, that have been subsidized by the government and allow you to live there at a much cheaper rate. Yeah, so that would have been my first question, that how is this different from a housing commission? So, are these privately owned versus government owned? Yeah, so they're completely privately owned. So, um, I believe that it's not open to new investors anymore, but there were people when this scheme started who opted to have their investment properties just turned into NRAS, which means that I believe they get some kind of subsidy from the government or some kind of kickback for allowing the for people to live there at a much lower than market rate. So, they yeah. the aim is that the cost is 80% or less of the market value rent. So, you think about houses that might be in your area, Nath, or for example, in the apartment block that I live in, um, any of these apartments could be an NRAS property, which means that for someone who might be paying $500 a week for a house um, on NRAS, they might only be paying $250 a week. Okay. So, with Housing Commission, I know that there's an eligibility involved in getting government housing. Is there a similar thing with NRAS? Yeah, so there are eligibility requirements for NRAS. So, as I mentioned, the the aim is for housing to be more affordable. So, it's aimed at Australians with a low to moderate income. So, people who might find it hard to pay the market rental prices. And as we all know, Across Australia, rental prices are just crazy at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, the eligibility of tenants, they're tested against household income thresholds. Um, I believe these may vary perhaps from state to state. So, you just have to check what your state's income thresholds are. Um, But there are a few requirements to apply for an NRAS property. So, firstly, you must be an Australian citizen, a permanent resident, or under one of two specific types of visas. You must not already own a property or have a part ownership in a property, whether that's in Australia or overseas. 
Okay, so that excludes things like joint ventures if you've gotten into the property market that way? Yeah, like if you were to have, you know, if your parents have a house and you you bought a house with your parents, then you, yeah, you're unlikely to be eligible for this scheme. Okay. Because um, they'd be assuming that you already have somewhere to live, which may or may not be true. Mm. Another thing is that there's an assets test. So you must, if you're a single, you must not have assets over $122,000, um, which isn't hard. I'm sure most of us don't have assets over $122,000. <laughs> I'm moving out. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> or $155,000 for a household. Um, and then there's also the income threshold. So again, I'm not sure if this is a state-based thing. Just have a look on the website, which I'll leave the link to in the show notes. But for singles, it's around $54,000. So you have to earn under $54,000 to be eligible, around $73,000 for couples combined income. And then the limits increase based on how many children you have. So you're allowed to earn a bit more money if you have kids. So yeah, so there's a few eligibility requirements to meet, but I think it's it's definitely worth looking into, especially if you're struggling at the moment, um, check out and see what you might be able to get. Okay, okay. So if you tick all those boxes and you feel like you can't pay your rent, then how do you get a hold of one of these properties? Yeah, so um, first of all, definitely go online and do the eligibility check. There's a little tool online where you can input your details and it will tell you if you're eligible. In terms of where you find these properties, so just on realestate.com where you'd look for any regular property, um, you can just search in your area and use the keyword NRAS and that'll bring up all the NRAS eligible properties in your area. Okay. And you're going to see that they're a lot cheaper than the regular properties around. Wow. And then depending on, again, depending on the state, and as I mentioned, I'm not an expert, so just check out the website, Um, but I believe you lodge the application form online to apply for NRAS, Um, and there's going to be a few documents that you need to provide. So they might ask for things like your three months of pay slips, your bank statements, tax returns, a Centrelink payment history, if you have that. Um, They're just going to need to verify that you are indeed eligible. But once you've got that, once you've got that proof that you're eligible, you can then actually go and submit applications for these properties. So besides the fact it being an NRAS property, the process involved seems the same. So finding a place that suits your bill and everything, Mm -hmm. is it just the usual process involved? Yeah, so I I believe once you've got the NRAS application lodged, um, you'll just apply directly to the property like you would any other place. Um, So if it's an apartment, you'll send your application and your forms to the um, property managers and they'll take it from there. Okay. And then once you've actually got that lease, you're just paying the rent like you normally would. Any other property, it's it's completely the same. No one's going to know what you're paying in rent or that it's an NRAS property. It's not like you can have a mark on the door or anything. Um, It's just exactly exactly like living in any rental. Mm, Okay. So... Given that the rental market right now is as competitive as it is for normal housing, is it the same for NRAS? Yeah, it can be quite competitive. Um, as you said, there's a, just a housing shortage in general. Um, and unfortunately, this scheme that we're talking about today, it does end or you know begin to be phased out um, completely by the end of 2026, which is really unfortunate. I'm not sure why that is. Um, but all that means is that there's no new properties being turned into NRAS. So it's currently just the 
existing supply of NRAS properties. Um, so there is a limited supply. However, I would definitely encourage people if they're wanting to go down that road to not be dissuaded by that um, and have a look around. And for example, I had a friend who was going through this process. He was moving out of home on a low income and um, was looking at NRAS properties. So I came along with him to look at this one place in Fortitude Valley. If any of our Brisbane listeners out there, you're, you're going to know exactly what Fortitude Valley is. <laughs> And really, really loved this apartment. It was it was perfect. Really great location. They allowed pets um, as he had a cat. Um, so that was really good. Um, but by the time he actually got his NRAS application together, the apartment had been nabbed up and given to someone else. But wow. he really, really, really liked that building. So what he did, which I thought was really smart um, and, and really ballsy, was he actually just messaged, he emailed the property managers and said, hey, I really, really like this apartment. I know that it's gone to someone else now. Would you be able to let me know if another NRAS property comes up? And thank goodness he did that because they emailed him back the next day and said, yeah, we've actually got another one in the pipeline. Hasn't yet oh. been advertised, but feel free to send me through your application and we'll consider Great. it. And he got it. <laughs> awesome. Before it even went online. So just got to be really proactive, just like as you would in any rental market. Yeah. So it's definitely still possible to get properties. Okay. So if this fits our bill, then... Where do we get started, Azara? Yeah, so there's a website with a bit more information and a bit of a guide on where to start. So I'll leave the link to that in the show notes. Um, but yeah, I would just encourage anyone who fits the criteria and is need in need of affordable housing to at least give it a look. Um, I know I have a family member recently who's just had a newborn baby um, and they're struggling a bit with money. So um, they're looking at moving out of their existing rental and moving into something NRAS, which is a bit more suited to their budget. So yeah, really great option if there are properties in your area and you're eligible and you can get started with the link in the show notes. Awesome, Azara. Thanks for doing that research for us. I'm sure this information that's new to me could help a lot of people that are struggling in this competitive rental market. Yeah, definitely. Um, and as, as I mentioned, not an expert in this by any means. So have a look at um, the different resources that are available online. I'm sure there's probably like a support line as well where you can ask more questions. But yeah, very much worth looking into. Um, if you found this episode useful or if there is anyone that you can think of that may be eligible and would benefit from an NRAS property, um, shoot them through this episode, shoot them through the um, resources that we're going to have in the show notes. And um, we can make sure that more people know about this because it seems like a lot of people aren't aware that this is an option and it's a really great option. Yeah, it's awesome, Zara. Thanks for putting this together. And as always, guys, if you like what you hear, please rate and review. It helps boost the podcast and get it to people that need this sort of content. So thanks for tuning in today. Azaria, until next time. See you then. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits and pay respect to their elders past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. If you're after personal financial advice, don't get it from a podcast. If you would like help based on your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com, click get help, and we'd be happy to introduce you to one of our trusted advisors. Our panel of advisors, mortgage brokers, and accountants work with clients all over Australia so they can connect with you wherever you are. That's sortyourmoneyout.com and click get help.
This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289.